Hello, what you're hearing next is our RPG play series using the Cypher system. You can catch the original content to be heard and seen on our Nerd Stravaganza podcast YouTube channel. We hope you enjoy them. As always, you can like us at the Nerd Stravaganza Facebook page, give us a plus on Google+, and catch our other episodes, especially our weekly podcast, on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. All right, just adjusting the... Oh! Hi, and welcome back to Ganza Gaming. Thanks to the Nerd Stravaganza podcast and Adventure Game Store. I wanted to put together some clips to help you catch up with what's going on, but it turned out to be more confusing, so I'll just explain. No, that would take too long. Let me sum up. Basically, some of our old crew had went to a town where they discovered that the mayor was a very savvy political beast, little mafia-like, if you know what I mean, and that he had developed this steroid-fueled moonshine that he called Redshine to build up his own militia where he wouldn't need the Texas Rangers. Now we've discovered evidence that this Redshine is now being used by the criminal element. They're going back to get some answers. So far, it doesn't look like those answers are going to be pretty. So let's see what happens when we have a bunch of players most of them who are new to this town find out they're the only law and there's nobody watching over their shoulder. Let me take off. Yeah, okay. we'll take off. We're heading to Guthrie. All right. As you continue on, the uh, it's just field after field. All of the red corn has been stripped. Completely gone, yeah. gone or it's been hacked and it's, it's been mowed down. <laughs> so we get to <laughs> and uh, the gates are wide open because it was a it was a wall town. And well, nobody there. They have left a welcome committee for us. Let us go inside and see what they have done for us. So you go. All right, guys. No. Definitely not. You guys got kind of famous almost, yeah. right? Rescuing the, the 12, was it 12 kids? Get kids? We do not do this for the fame. No, for the recognition. I don't know who's I'm the GM, so. We, we do not Every do this time for the we fame. mention the kids, we should like double it. Like, double it. Like, yeah, yeah, children. 12 kids rescued. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing would be 24. Exactly. So you come in, there's no guards at the gate, no guards on the wall. Oh, shoot. And inside, it looks like a, you know, except for the fence, it looks like a normal little 1950s town. There's the diner you were so fond of last time, where you got your veiled threats from the mayor. So whenever we come in there, yep, we the diner's empty, right? We're not at the diner. No, we're driving. You're driving. The diner's coming up. Yeah. Okay. Do we see anybody in the diner? All right. So there are two or three cars. One of them looks like a burned-out husk. There are doors that are just open. Mm -hmm. There's broken windows mm -hmm. in the houses, and it looks like farther back a whole house just completely burned to the ground. Okay. So, is there no one in the diner? Well, we have to go inside. Yeah, yeah there's, from the what windows you can see where the blinds are open, the ones that aren't like messed up and wrecked. You don't see anybody in those windows. As far as you know, there's nobody in the diner at this time. Have we slowed down? Or are you yeah. slowed down? Or so I want to get out. Yeah, I can hear like... I, I know what this is. I, I want to I go out, get out, and walk into the diner. And a little, you know, little case that they have that rotates with apple pies on it. Mm -hmm. 
I want to open that case, grab an apple pie, come back outside, and say, look at this, I have, I have found what America was made for. We gotta get it. <laughs> now, who wants a slice of this great here apple pie? Me. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I told you that Steve could be your best asset or worst nightmare. This leans a little towards the other side. I've spent time trying to establish that this town is wrecked, that it's tense, that it's dangerous, and he jumps in with a joke. Now, some GMs will get a little, you know, worried about that and a little frustrated that their efforts were deflated, but I've noticed he does this on a regular occasion. Mostly it's his defense mechanism to kind of say, whoa, this is deep enough. We don't have to get any farther into it. So I know I've reached his limit. The other challenge with Steve is that when his character gets bored, he starts to look for ways to make things more interesting, which is great, even better. But in the cipher system with the concept of GM intrusions, it's a little tough to find a way for me to jump in and give XP when he's willing to do it for me. Maybe I should just decide whether or not when Steve does something that constitutes my GM intrusion for the day. <laughs> I'll have to think about that one. I don't stop You deserve this. You didn't get me no shoes. <laughs> <laughs> now, we can continue on an adventure. I just need to stop for some apple pie. And I love how this is casually. opposite side of where the gate is, there's another gate, but it's completely off its hinges. <coughs> and this is where the destruction is really kind of the most. Focused? And focused and centered on. Okay. 
So but I it say is. Let's everything. go there. Okay. <clears throat> to the destruction. Okay. So you guys are going. You're there. Really, in a way, there's not much to really look into because the houses here are just completely burned to the ground <laughs> compared to like just the one you saw by the diner. It's just like, you know, house after house after house is burned down. Mm-hmm. Maybe the one by the diner, still structurally kind of sound. Yeah, there's more closer to the diner. Everything's more structural. Oh, like a bomb but went off there or something? Uh, yeah, monsters don't set fires, first yeah. of all. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's the well, one thing. That's actually, that's kind of what it looks like. Really? Okay. Okay, that's bad. That's so, <laughs> actually bad. Some of them are still kind of actually warm. Kind of sweating. And, you know, as I've recapped before, in our version of the world where the snake taint gets higher, so does the temperature rise. Kind of makes more of an excuse for snakes to be running around. There's another very sweet GMing reason why I have heat as a side effect of the snake corruption in the area. And that is theme. Especially if those themes are for your reoccurring bad guys. It puts on a big neon sign letting players know... This is not a little side adventure. This is part of the big quest that's tying everything together for your campaign. So sometimes you don't need to have it spelled out to them verbally, (laughs) but giving them little clues with sights and smells and sounds that let them know the big bad is still having an effect, even if he isn't there in person, really gives people a feeling of continuity and that they are on the right track. It still gives me warm fuzzies, remembering how players would panic the minute they'd see something with an insect appearance, or they would hear scratching coming from underneath wood floors. And that was all from the beauty of tying your villains, your big main villains, with a theme. <laughs> Do you believe in the great church of the snake? <laughs> no, it's not. What about the church of competition? Snake king. Snake king. So, it was a snake bit. You liked the snake bit, didn't you? That was one it was pretty good. <laughs> so, but yeah, it was still. It's kind of like, like these buildings are still burning or smoldering. Is there anything like useful? I mean, um, like, like inside the yeah, like inside. Like I'm, I'm looking for the kids that he said were tied up. Like, do I hear any kids cry? Do I hear any? Any yodeling from yodeling? <laughs> 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 I mean, if I would, if I would, oh, hear, if I would, you know, think of what a red monster would be doing, I think you'd be yodeling. <laughs> okay, I grab the megaphone okay. and oh God, I'm just gonna idea. be like, "Kids, where are you? <laughs> oh my God. We're oh there, Rangers. We're here to help you." Too late, it's happening. Come out. <laughs> okay, so you put yeah. the megaphone Scream down. Scream out! And actually, you, in the distance, you do hear. Hey! Hey! We're here! Hey! And then I say, hey. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> <laughs> I get back on the radio, and I'm like... Mr. Ranger that has just left us. No, we have. No, it seems that we have picked up a couple more kids that need to be lifted no. your in the orphanage. Do you think you can come around and pick them up before we go on this? I'm going to bring a van. You might need a, you might need to bring bring a big bigger vehicle or take out the spike strips from the back of your trunk before you get here. Just stuck kids in the trunk. For God's sake, there are children here. Exactly. So. Jesus. 
take out the white strip. <laughs> okay, so we go towards the kids. Sure. Yeah. And you, it's a house that's not been burned down. Okay. And you hear them, and you go in, and yeah, there's like some kids that are like they're literally tied to like their front porch post. So we gotta untie them. Yeah. I don't have a knife. Oh. oh yeah, yep. Yeah, that's a completely reasonable request. You can. Oh, I didn't have yeah. Okay. Boom, I done. look at Cut. this and I see the target practice that my dad had done show me on now. Did he tie up kids? I saw the look in your eyes and I knew right away. <laughs> so this Did is he a... Did you tie up kids? No, no, no. Nothing like that. We used to just tie up. Whenever the cows, would, whenever the horses would... would so, anyway... <laughs> and the kids are like... <laughs> well, they're, they're, they're hugging you. They, they, they give you hugs. They say, thank you, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. And they have this haunted look in their eye. You okay there, young... Now, no. you want to talk to her about the candy. <laughs> oh, my God! So, you get the trick. They're traumatized children, and you want to trick them with... Candy that's not <laughs> I pull the same bone I never completely convinced that she has like candy on her because I just see her as a woman. I'm like, oh she's like a mother. And then she looks like <laughs> she looks like a mother. Bobby, 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 um, mint julep. Mint So I pull out a jar of those, and then I say, "Mint julep is an alcoholic drink." The ignorance. Never mind. Rewind. I don't know what that is. I thought it was a candy. <laughs> Well, actually, if you guys start going house by house, 
There's quite a few. There's like about three? like there, no no there's like they're literally <laughs> in there. and each one of them are like tied to something, tied down to something, and sitting on the ground. Tied. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What is what are these kids tied to? But they were tied to a, a porch pillar. Yeah. Okay. Some of them are, are tied to what like are they tied with? Oh, sure. Yeah. So, did the monsters tie you to this pole? No, the bad men that were with them tied us. What are this bad men that have? Well, well, one had like long hair and he wore goggles. But I don't recognize him. Like no. I wouldn't recognize him. No. Did he tell you why he was tying you to this pole? He, he said that, that that he had different use for us. Different use? Yeah. Did he say anything else about why? He said I was too skinny. Oh. <laughs> was he with the monsters by any chance? Don't worry, yeah. son. It looks like he didn't want to eat okay. you. You didn't look healthy enough. The poor kid! The kids are are ready to. Some of them are ready to bug out. I was gonna say, where are they gonna go? Where are they gonna go? They're, they're just gonna run out into the street because this. Okay. Yeah. Oh my god. Stop scaring the children. Let me handle it. Are you gonna pay to say no, or are you gonna take it? What? This is my little token for experience. Oh, we're, we're, oh yes. Okay. Oh, I'm, that's what are you mine. gonna do? And this you give to somebody else. Ooh. I'm gonna detour here for a moment to talk about GM intrusions. In case you missed one of our earlier episodes, one version of GM intrusion is very similar, mechanically speaking, to what most people call a critical fail. You roll one on the d20, and something bad happens. Usually for people who think of critical fails, it's something related to a piece of bad luck or an ineptitude on the player, like he stabs himself in the foot or he accidentally shoots a friend. GM intrusions are a little more broad than that and they actually invite that something interesting comes into the scene. Now, the second version, which is the version I'm using right now, is where I bribe players with XP for them to accept a complication. That complication doesn't have to be related to their ineptitude. It can just be somewhat of a logical occurrence that happens in the environment or related to some of the player or the character's trends. So if a player is always kind of uh, a drunkard, so to speak, and he's trying to be on the wagon, then maybe I'll offer an XP for him to not avoid the bar. And of course, the bar is going to have something more than just temptation. It's going <laughs> to it's going to have something that is going to make everybody's day just a tad bit more interesting. It's happening. It's happening. What's happening? Everybody um, and then after that, he just like looks at you, and then before anybody can think, bolts into the underbrush. These tiny kids just three, or, actually not all of them, but three or four of them just split. Watch, off. watch, watch. Whichever way they do not go, that is where we have to go because the monsters are not that way. <laughs> <laughs> look at them straight away. The other way, the other direction that they are not going to. That is the way we have to go. 
Uh, I will so deny you. <laughs> basically, they <coughs> kind of the back to the diner would be the place they didn't go. Back to the diner. Did you grab a diner? Yeah. I did not see anything out of the order dinner, but we can go have an order. Oh, you were looking at that pie. Oh, I was looking just at that pie. Maybe they want more pie? No, they're running away from the diner. They're running away from the diner. Yeah, well, nobody ran into the direction of the diner. Okay. They got bad reviews on Yelp. Yes. Uh, I, I, I think I felt it a little bit on that apple pie. It didn't feel like it hit tongue just right up the palate. I've, I've had a little bit better in the palate before. Well, shall we go yell at them then? We should yeah. go yell at them. <laughs> I will leave an unhealthy review in the, in the weekly newspaper. <laughs> the weekly newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> Underneath the Yelp section. Yeah. <laughs> Yelp time. Yelp. That's right. <laughs> the Yelp holler. The Yelp The Yelp Sunday comment. It's called holler. So you guys go to the diner. Yeah. Uh, you open it. I like Yelp time. And it is... Yeah. Nobody's in there. Oh, okay. Uh, booths are overturned. Uh, there's an open pie case for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> is there more? Is there more cake in there? Oh, there is. There is. Oh, I grab another cake. I'm like, this is for myself or later on. Now, can you hold on to this? The next time we find some kids, maybe we can convince them. <laughs> <laughs> we got pie and cake. Hey, I put it in my pocket. Don't mind these scary monsters. <laughs> Everything else in your pockets will be covered in cake. Yeah. No, I have a It's all smushed in there. Oh, you got a plastic bag. Oh, I have, I have a little This is my cake room. Let me, let me see something. So you no. invented, your character invented Tupperware. Is that yeah. Right? <laughs> Hashtag Tupperware Inventor. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now, let me ask you something. Have you, ever thought, have you ever thought of taking a bag and putting it across yourself like this? And holding stuff. In there, I have heard it is like a dark hole. And you just put, keep, keep putting it up. I don't think you know what a dark hole is. You should make it for me. The 50s. Now, that just sounds too girly for me. <laughs> you should pick up some. With your bare hands? You should pick up some, some sewing needles and try it, Xena. This, uh. Xena? Xena. This derelict, like. That's Kathy. Because it's derelict, right? Yes. Um. Well, I guess we have to, like, look. We're going to search around, I think. Okay. You know? Yeah. We have to take a look around. All right. It okay. seems that we don't have to look that much, my friend, because everything has been turned over. <laughs> well, we didn't check the bag now, did we? Oh, uh, yeah. no. That is where they keep the explosive things. I don't want to set up any traps. The bank? That's ridiculous. I'm sorry, what? Did you say the bank? The no, back. the back. The back. Okay. <laughs> so you go to the back. The back. The back. And uh, in the back, everything is stripped as far as supplies go. Oh, shoot. Just bare. I mean, yeah, yeah, everybody, they took all the food. Is there, like, kitchen equipment left? Is that going to? Oh, well, if you don't, if you don't call it a knife or a fork or a spoon, yeah, yeah, that's, that's pretty much, some pots and pans are still there, the ovens are still there. Was, was this fork? Can we go check the bank? You guys want to go check the bank? Let's go check the bank. Is it near? Sure, why not? Okay. It's a small bank. Let's check out everything. Why would we check the bank? Just because. For money. I only have to do that. If the diner is still returned, maybe the bank is there too. It's got all the money. Texas Ranger. 
So when we get to the bank, I, I imagine there's like a whole pile of gold. There's like a guy with a million dollar check. Like, hey, the town's gone. Here's a million dollar check. No, nope, there's just a tiny, <laughs> tiny couple of. Uh, We're gonna find it there. Sorry, go on. <laughs> We're going to find a, a couple of desks, mm -hmm. and then there's a teller window, mm -hmm. okay. you know, with like a locked, um, with a door that's locked. And then behind that, you see a pathetically small safe that can't be much <laughs> much bigger than this chair it's over like here. I'm going to yes. use my lockpicking too. No, no. Sure. Uh, oh, yeah. wait, wait. I jumped for the safe, or did you get behind the <clears throat> Behind there first. Can you even get behind it? More than oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Can I break the door? You, you can, yeah, you can break it. You just break the door. Can just walk through it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'll okay. stand my lock with you for the walk. All right. I'm gonna break the door. All right. We're gonna call that demanding. Okay. And because if you're might, uh, your uh, your might effort. I have um, yes. I have might edge, and I have. There we go. I have a skill. Yep. Breaking inanimate objects. Yep, so that's going to be down to a nine or better. Okay. At difficulty test three. Alright. Um, I have two edge for my second ring of downy. Yep, that's going to bring it down to one point. Oh. So I just need three or better? Yep. Okay. Eighteen. Nice. Eighteen. Oh, he just blew it. Nice. Yeah. He just blew it. Yeah. Yeah. You're holding up your one point back. Can he blow it so hard that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that the door. The, the door. <laughs> the thing like just breaks open that I was supposed to lock. Oh, that he bounces the door and breaks open the safe. Yeah. No. Okay. No. So right. I run. Try. So <laughs> I've always wanted to do this, and I go and I go to where the teller is. Well, can I help you today, sir? <laughs> now I have a lot of options for your checking and savings equipment. Just give me your money, and we will get into business. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the first National John Doe Bank. <laughs> John Doe. John Doe. I hope that's okay, so you do your little stick. <laughs> so everybody, what your characters find it amusing or not? Who knows? I just say, God. <laughs> I just shake my head. I just shake my head in disbelief. I rub the suit so that the exhaust goes in his direction. And starts <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I just feel like my eye catches the, the, safe? the safe. So I just blow past them and I go. Yeah, we're all distracted. Yeah. <laughs> safe. Like I said, it's a pathetic. And I want to pick the lock. Okay. That is going to be nature. a little more difficult than usual. So we're going to say that that's going to be a challenging rating. So that's a five. Okay. You need to roll 15 unless you can find ways to get that um, lowered. Have your asset for lock picking, right? Yeah. So that's a start. <laughs> I have my asset for lock picking. But not safe cracking. Not safe cracking. I could just shatter the safe, guys. Wait, wait. wait. So whenever I put the spike, <laughs> it's metal, right? This is the oh, yeah, thing. why can't he do it? So the shatter the safe. Sure. I might get a task worthy of tail okay. for years afterwards. Is that what you have to do to move the spike? Uh, eight. Heroic, yes. That's where it Again, starts off at. Try not giving you first. <laughs> so fifteen or better. It is, but if you get it, then I don't have to break it. Yeah, sure. So we'll spend effort. Ah, twelve. Close. Yeah, you could have spent effort. You would have got it. <laughs> you actually would have. Yeah. Oh, I think so. <laughs> it's fine. Can I shatter the thing? Go back in time. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. Look at doubling him. Don't blame me. What's wrong with you? We don't have time travel. This is our team! <laughs> you 
let the team down, didn't cut them slack. <laughs> no, I never will. Never mind. I'm going to say that story in the Yelp time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have my own rating. Yeah. No, okay, I'm just thinking, the... we should probably collect those kids. <laughs> I forgot about them. Yeah. <laughs> I am probably fine. I mean, live, they live around here. It's challenging uh, for you. Okay. So, how are you going to pull off? Um, well, how am I going to pull it off? I'm going to use my shatter ability. Okay. And just like break open the. Yeah. Where is it? This is a variation on your shatter ability. Yeah. Give me XP to blow. Uh, kind of, a little bit. Okay. If I do, what do I? What am I getting out of that? Well, we're saying, you know, like, well, I, just, it's a little I spend I spend an XP. Is that going to make it easier, or am I going to just do it? You're going to be able to. Well, it's, but usually it's like you're make, you're turning a coffee cup into like a little grenade, basically. Well, yeah, yeah. Say. So, so this is going to focus it. Yeah, so I'm going to say, <laughs> do this. This lets you this lets you accomplish it, and lets you spend uh, edge and effort on it for yeah. two XP. Wait, you have gadgeteering. What's gadgeteering? You use your gadgeteering as an asset to say that you're tweaking your. Yeah. Tweak, tweaking your gear to be able to man manipulate the safe. Okay, well, I could do that. So that goes from uh, challenging to difficult. Sorry. And I'm using after what kind of. Um, it would be intelligence because you're using your magnetism. Perfect. Let me do that. Oh, okay. And you want to use your effort from that? Because that yeah. would take you down to a three, which would be a nine or better. Yeah. Okay. No so spend your effort. Okay. And that's uh, awesome. Cross your fingers. <laughs> 18! Nice. 18, yep. That. Didn't short of like, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. There's nothing in it. The, sh the safe shakes, starts to tremble, and then you hear just, yeah, and like one little, uh, the pinion and the hinge just shoots through the ceiling. It just makes a hole. And then the safe just opens, and you can tell that if you tried to close the door, it would not match back up. It's warped. The door, the hinge, something has now been warped. Good shadows. That was absolutely gorgeous, my good fellow. Absolutely gorgeous. Quite yes, quite riveting. Quite riveting. I would give you something a little bit louder. So I've noticed that with Cypher, especially when you include ciphers in the picture, the general power level of your characters are much higher than you usually find in a zero to hero setup. For those who are new to RPGing, zero to hero means you usually start off as somebody who's slightly capable or maybe even a novice in what you do, and eventually you'll get to be above and beyond the ken of mortal men. But there's a ramp up period. You know, once you get to that higher level, then the campaign's going to wrap up. For some games, Cypher being one of them, you start off as a very competent character. And for me, I enjoy that more. That lets Characters feel like they can try anything because they know that they're not going to screw up when they're beginners. And also, it lets create crazier stories right out of the box. Not saying one way is better than the other. That's just generally my style. In fact, it feels weird. I was originally worried that maybe the Cypher system was too high level at the beginning. And where was I going to go from here? You know, at this point, I'm much more comfortable with it now. I enjoy it much more. So I just let loose, and we go from there. Other than golf, but I feel like I would hurt your English sensibility. Do they play golf back then? Yes. Yeah, sure. That definitely was. 
So there's a lot less money than you ordinarily would think would be in a safe. A lot of it seems to be money. papers. Yeah, there's money. There's yeah. a lot of papers. Not lots of interesting. Deeds, stuff like that. Oh, we can become. I say, I say, my dear fellow. I love how we're robbing a bank. <laughs> I say, I say, I... my dear fellow. I think that a nice deed to a house would do great to work for me. I've so I pulled a deed out and I handed it to him. I'm just like, yeah, the house is probably perfect. Right. <laughs> no, but I, just I want think some the cash while they're doing that. I think half of the cash while they're doing that. Yeah, they, they they're gonna do that. I'm not gonna have. Any part of that. I'm going to take a seat and watch you guys commit crime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm no, going to write down my notes for the Internal Affairs Division, mm -hmm. division to yeah. chat with you guys later. Now, now, with this deed to the house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, no, no, I cannot do this. It is a it is a house over here in this city. I don't How would you know? You would have city. to tell you. <laughs> it says one acre on it. There's never going to be a place out in the country that's just one acre. Here, my friend, you can keep this. Give me a better thing next time. Why one acre? Oh Get out of here. <laughs> and you guys hear a scream. Oh, no. Outside? All right. Yeah. Oh, it's outside. Okay. Oh, we run out. Okay, you run out, and one of the little kids that had run off from you before is now running down the street, screaming. Ah! You see, I knew it was great to put out bait. Now let us kill one of the other. <laughs> bait. Oh, oh, I don't mean bait. I mean, I mean protection for us. Uh, early warning system. Like canary in the coal mine. Sure. Yes. Yes. Sure. The implication here. Holy <laughs> You planned that. So I run after this kid because I have okay. running abilities and I stop him. Alright. Like, what's wrong? And she said, They're coming! They're coming! The British? <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> don't, coming. don't mind. The, the monsters are coming. The what? The, the red suits? No, 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 no. Just big lizards. They're coming. So if we hadn't guessed, I had a little clock running in the back of my head and the players could have had a much easier time of the opposition if they retained focus. But where's the fun in that? I let them kind of get tempted and distracted by a sort of sandbox area they could play in. And in this case, it kind of proves why sandbox role-playing games and sandbox video games tempt people because they get the do and explore and experiment and see what happens. So they had fun, but it also allowed me a chance to ratchet up things to the next level for the adventure. Funny enough, in a recent situation, I was role-playing and I had just one random encounter planned. You know, they'd meet, they have a little combat, and there would be a distraction. But instead of running it as a static combat encounter, I tweaked it a little bit into a sort of mystery situation that they could solve. And that little side bit became the whole evening's worth of entertainment. And it was entertaining. So what exactly are our heroes going to face? And how are they going to manage to take it down? We'll see. Check us out next time. And thanks for hanging out with us. And good gaming.